Welcome back to Digital Conversations with Billy Bateman. Today our guest is Sterling Beck, Head of Marketing at List Reports. They discuss the future of digital marketing and how to use viral growth and word of mouth to generate leads. All right, everybody. Welcome to Digital Conversations. This week, my guest is Sterling Beck, um, Head of Marketing at List Reports. Sterling, Sterling thanks for, for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me, Billy. Yeah, excited to have you on today. Um, today we're going to talk a lot about the future of digital marketing. Um, but before we dive into that, um, just wanted to have you introduce yourself a little bit. Uh, tell us about your background and a little bit about List Reports. Love to. Uh, I've been a digital marketer since back in the day when digital marketing was more or less being uh, invented as a thing. Uh, I was very much a kind of a geek as a 12 year old and I uh, got into computers and uh, as soon as people started paying money for banner ads and paid advertising and all that jazz, I was all over it and it just did something that naturally clicked with me. So I've been working in the B2B marketing space for the better part of the last uh, decade and change and uh, currently I'm the head of marketing at a company called List Reports, which uh, services a huge space. Uh, within the real estate industry, uh, we have several hundred thousand real estate agents using our tools to track uh, different transactions, to uh, create free marketing templates, and allow them to do all kinds of wonderful things. Like, um, if if you're a real estate agent, your your strong suit might not be in drawing up flyers for an open house or creating a website or uh, you know creating wonderful, good-looking, uh, delightful content. Yeah. And so we take care of all of that for you and we do it absolutely free so it's hugely popular like i said uh we have somewhere around two hundred thousand real estate agents currently using our tools amazing that's good stuff man so uh just before we dive into anything else though what's your what's your main demand gen tool you're uh you're using there at list reports oh this is gonna be a fun one this one's gonna uh, surprise you i think we are not spending a penny on digital marketing right now okay we, uh, we have found ways of being able to grow our, uh, our network uh, virally and being able to utilize things like customer referrals and incentivizing uh, certain behaviors uh, to, to the extent that we haven't had to shovel huge amounts of money towards Google AdWords or Facebook in order to achieve the kind of growth we've been able to pull up. Wow, amazing. Um, we'll have to dive dive into that a little more in a minute, but um, before we get into the meat of it, I want to want to just ask you, okay, if I'm going to figure out who Sterling Beck is and do a little social snooping, um, what's something that I wouldn't figure out looking at your LinkedIn, um, and your Facebook, or your Instagram? Um, like, what would I? What's something interesting about Sterling most people don't know? Oh boy. Um, I, I think you'll find a lot of interesting things in snooping. Uh, I've traveled to uh, several dozen countries in the last couple of years. Um, I love traveling. I, uh, I'm a big gamer. And so I, uh, that's one you might not find too easily, but I was one of the uh, top five ranked uh, video game players for a video game called Warcraft 3 way back in the days when I should have been going to college. And um, probably the one that you definitely will not find on social because I've been very careful to SEO, uh, SEO away all history about this, but I am a horrible dancer, like just ridiculously bad dancer uh, to the extent that 
uh, at I took lessons with my wife prior to our wedding yeah. and was essentially told by the instructor that I probably shouldn't come back, that I was that bad. Um, <laughs> and I've, I've, I've tried sticking with it, but honestly, um, when you get to the point where, uh, you know, someone that you are paying to teach you to dance is telling you that there's no hope, um, it, it is it is a little disheartening to keep to that. Yeah, man, that's, uh, I'm not a dancer either, so... Um... Like I feel like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like no judgment here. Um I, I took a social dance class in college and uh I think I just passed because I showed up every day. Um <laughs> I think it's the only reason I passed is the the teacher was like, Well, Billy, you showed up every time. So um Hey, you know yeah, what? showing up is uh is nine tenths of success in life, right? I I totally agree actually, showing up and just putting in the work. So Awesome, exactly. man. Well, uh, World of Warcraft, number three in the world. That's uh, that's impressive. Uh, War, 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 Warcraft three. The, uh, oh, Warcraft uh, three. Uh, three. Uh, Warcraft three. Yeah, 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 MMORPG stuff. Yeah. yeah okay. You're good. You're good. Okay. Cool, man. Well, um, let's dive into it and uh, let's talk some marketing. So, you know, you were talking about viral marketing and how you guys have been able to. Uh, to you know, develop this customer base without spending spending any money on on paid per click or display ads. Let let's dive into that and like how how can you you know how do we get into like this kind of viral growth and and harnesses marketers like tell us a little bit a little bit about what we can do. Um, I, I I think that when a lot of one of the challenges of being a digital marketer today where you have so many different tools and so many different uh, options in terms of what direction you can go is that when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail to you. And so uh, we come into companies with a background where maybe we had good success with AdWords at our past company, or yep. maybe we used uh, LinkedIn and we found just fantastic growth. Maybe we created, you know, a certain viral video that just, really, really connected with our audience. All of that is irrelevant with the new product that you are pushing. Um, when you come in to a different company, uh, a lot of your past successes with tools, like understanding how to use the tool, that's, that's a wonderful thing to have an understanding of. But being able to do the exact same thing every single time with different products is just an exercise in futility. Um, it's, it's something that companies like Google love because they, they kind of thrive on marketers' laziness. And honestly, we, we are a lazy bunch in many ways. Um, oh, yeah. we, we love set it and forget it kind of campaigns. And that's one of the scary things, I think, when you talk about the, what does the future of digital marketing look like? Um, it, you know, one, one vision of that future could be one in which the Googles and the Facebooks of the world have found a way to essentially ensure that they are capturing the vast majority of all revenue. Um, you, you're, you're essentially having to pay them 90, 95% of your uh, sales and marketing costs um, just so that they can give you that, that continued growth because they have these closed ecosystems and you've become so used to, so addicted to the easy results. Um, and that, that's kind of something that I've been giving a lot of thought, like how do you break that cycle? How do you uh, run a company where you don't necessarily have to, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's wonderful to use those tools, but what if you were able to find other tools uh, to have in your toolkit that allow you to 
achieve the same kind of growth without necessarily having to spend six figures every month uh, on paying the Google tax or the Facebook tax. Yeah. And so at List Reports, uh, to answer your question, um, what we found is that agents are very much a, uh, it's, it's a networking. Like people who work in real estate, uh, especially real estate agents, uh, they have to network with everyone. That's how you get your name out there. Yep. And so the idea of us buying an ad on Google to hopefully connect with another real estate agent, like that's, there's nothing wrong with that strategy, but it kind of ignores one of the facets of the real estate industry, which is every agent probably works in a brokerage with dozens of other agents and probably knows hundreds of other agents within their area. And so um, finding a way to capture that word of mouth to make it very easy for agents to refer not only other agents, but also to um, gift or rather share like different tools and different options within um, just the different templates and different features that we have of a product uh, ended up being just this massive growth component for our company. And one which we were able to harness, we said, hey, we already have you know, thousands and thousands of agents signing up every week. What, how... How can we take advantage of this word of mouth of this uh, of this you know beautiful awareness that people are starting to get because you know one agent sees another agent's flyer and it looks ten times better than theirs and they're like um, hey how did you make this and that agent says that well I got this free template from List Reports great so they come to our website um, the question was okay so we have a lot of word of mouth for like the flyers and templates how do we get those agents to actually directly refer other people though through our platform. Yeah. And so we uh, optimized our product very, very heavily uh, using things like chat and um, just nice little overlay bubbles that come up when you perform certain functions within the product. So essentially it said, Hey, you know, it looks like you're trying to do uh, this advanced feature. Uh, we'll unlock this advanced feature for you free of cost. Uh, if you're willing to refer, you know, another person onto our platform. We saw huge success with that. It's just been, it's been incredible. Um, it, it's made me feel guilty and um, honestly, honestly pretty bad for all the, all the uh, boatloads of cash that I've dumped into Facebook and Google and, you know, in previous years uh, without necessarily taking a step back and saying, Hey, um, is, could we achieve a lot of what we're trying to achieve using different tools and um, using uh, different paths that don't necessarily necessitate us spending so much money. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, just having them refer people to unlock more features within the product. Um, and I'm guessing it's really easy for them to just put an email address in and, and you're going to automate the rest of it for them. Exactly. And, you you know, depending on what your product is and what you want that viral loop to look like, um, it's not as if you can't have people within your company helping to facilitate those kinds of connections. So for example, um, if you see a very good referral come in, have maybe someone on your CS team or on your sales team uh, call. And so rather than it just being an email referral saying, hey, I think you should get on this platform, maybe you also send a phone message saying, hey, since uh, I was inviting you to get on the platform, we'd really like to see you, see you get some success out of joining, uh, joining and being able to work with them. Yeah, that's great. Um, so that's a little, that's definitely a different approach than most of us, you know, we're building, we're making content, we've got our PPC ads, our Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, depending on who we're selling to. 
So, you know, you've got this viral growth going. So where do you, where do you see the future of digital marketing going then? So I think there, there's, there's probably a couple of different futures and you have to identify which path you want your company to go down. Um, I, I think in terms of maximizing the amount of freedom and growth that you're able to achieve, it's probably short-sighted to put all of your eggs in one basket. And uh, most digital marketers, I think, recognize this. Uh, they'll, they'll actively avoid uh, putting too much money into any one ad platform because yeah. uh, what happens if, if that ad platform uh, suddenly isn't able to deliver as much, uh, as much great uh, clicks or signups? I think many of us went through that when uh, uh, there was that knee-jerk reaction after the uh, last presidential election and Facebook mm. um, kind of got a bit overzealous in their enforcing of rules that basically said, hey, if any of your ads have anything that mentioned anything financial, uh, political, basically they had a whole string of complicated rules that yeah. ended up leaving a lot of companies uh, in a lurch where basically all their ads got pulled down to being political content, even if their ads had nothing whatsoever to do with politics. Um, now, Facebook eventually kind of righted that, I think, after they recognized that they were false flagging, you know, thousands and thousands of companies. But if you didn't have uh, a backup for that, you probably missed your quarter as a result of that. And that's scary. Facebook or Google should not be able to determine whether or not your company succeeds. And yep. if you're doing your job as a digital marketer, I think that you should have, you should always have a backup option in mind. Um, and that is kind of that multi-legged tool uh, approach of you want to be able to use tools that you've used in the past, but you should also be expanding out and identifying new ways of generating uh, great leads for your company. The, honestly, the best marketing tools are ones that you're probably not using. Like um, in, the, in the past election where we, uh, you know, everybody was kind of aghast at the idea that digital marketing had been used to uh, persuade people politically, um, that's actually a great example. Like, it, it's kind of baffling to me that people were surprised that, uh, that politicians were starting to use new digital marketing tools to get their message out. Um, I, I really think that digital marketers should try to be ahead of the times. Like, whatever, whatever tools, and I don't think it's going to be Facebook come the next presidential election, but whatever tools the, you know, the Russians or whoever are using for the next election, those are probably the kinds of tools you should be uh, familiarizing yourself with and learning. And um, whether that's finding a way for you to uh, push a viral loop, whether that's using chatbots, whether that's, I mean, there, there's so much, so many new tools out there, I think, that allow people to achieve the same thing as what they're achieving with Google and Facebook. It's just, it, I, I think it, it can be difficult to kind of motivate yourself to say, okay, I'm going to figure this new tool out. I'm going to learn. Yeah. How to do this? I'm going to find a way to fit it into my company. Uh, the seven three is just so much easier. Yeah. So one, I want to dig in on on one point you made. So, new tools. Um, are there any tools that you're that you're messing around with, or you're seeing that that you haven't used yet, but you think, hey, this is something most marketers aren't using, but should be looking into. Um. Yes, uh, there, there's a couple. Um, one that I, I'm really, really interested in and I've kind of started poking around with is the idea of email not being 
necessarily the best uh, way to communicate with people and uh, trying to find ways to maybe turn that on its head. Um, okay. it, I get so many emails every day from sales reps saying, hey, I noticed you work at a company. You should buy my products kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. I've just become dead to it. Like, honestly, I have hundreds of emails coming in every month. And so my email inbox is just this mess of things that I'm never going to read. I don't have the time to say, hey, bless your soul, uh, you, uh, you sales reps that was too lazy to really uh, try to figure me out kind of thing. Um, I, I think there's got to be a better way of, of being able to rise to the top there. And I, I think there's, there's different things that you can do to maybe get people's attention. And I think, honestly, that involves probably a third party. Um, I, I'm really interested in the idea of emails that are coming from a third party saying, hey, we'd be interested in you reviewing such and such product for us. Or, hey, we'd be interested in, um, in getting your, uh, you know, in having you participate in a survey or being able to get some feedback from you as a customer. Because honestly, most sales processes are gathering of feedback. You're trying to yeah. identify the person's needs. And if you fit those needs, it's not even really a hard sell. It's just, hey, you're hungry and we have food. You should eat here kind of a connection. Dude, that, that is so and true. I, I like, it's all about finding the right fit because there's so many products that almost any problem you're trying to solve, you know, like there's the usually like, hey, this is the big, the big solution most people use, but it's not right for everybody. But if you can find that solution that's best for you, like that's 90% of the battle. Absolutely. Um, I was at a holiday party uh, this, uh, not, not this past uh, holiday, but a year or two back. Um, and I'll never forget, uh, I, I had this person who, honestly, I'm not sure they even own a computer. Like, they, they're probably, like, they're so technically, um, they're, they're, they're not very technical, I guess is how I'll put it. And they were going on and on drunkenly to me about how they were digital marketers and how they were using the Googles to uh, promote, you know, <laughs> some, some concept or something. Yeah. And uh, it, it actually reminded me of, of this quote um, from back in the 20s when the stock market crashed where uh, this, this investor was asked how he knew to get out of the market. And he said, uh, when the shoe shiner was giving me stock tips, um, that's, that's when I knew kind of it was, it was time to get out. Um, I, I, I do feel like AdWords, when, when you get to the point where everybody under the sun is, you know, able to fire up an AdWords campaign, um, yeah. you're probably not keeping your edge as a marketer uh, by trying to swim in that very, very crowded pool, especially given that a lot of it is based around auctions. So the more yeah. people that are bidding, the more craziness that you end up seeing. Um, I, I would much rather as a marketer, like, sure, I'll... I'll participate in the auctions where it makes sense, but I'd much rather find the pool that no one's swimming in yet. And uh, better yet, if you can kind of keep that pool walled in or, you know, something that you yourself are able to take advantage of. Um, at Lisk Reports, I think we've been able to identify a couple of different, uh, different aspects of just how people communicate with others. Um, and maybe that's unique to the real estate world, but I don't think so. I think there are, there's, there's some sort of viral networking effect and in almost every industry that you can capture and that you can take advantage of, um, that's, that's one area where I think just understanding your customer and what they're trying to solve for. And to your point, like 
the people are already hungry. They're already looking for your tool. If they're not, you're probably at the wrong company. <laughs> like yeah. you might want to rethink that. Um, but assuming you have a tool that actually uh, has product market fit to the extent that people are trying to buy it, you probably do not want to spend too much time just trying to um, trying to solve for, well, how do we make sure everybody under the sun knows about us? Uh, it, it's much more effective to figure out, okay, where, what pool are our buyers swimming in? And uh, ideally, if it's not AdWords or Facebook that we have to use to communicate with them, all the better. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, everybody's doing Facebook and AdWords, and uh, it it's not what it was 10, 15 years ago, um, at least at AdWords. And don't get me wrong, like, I, I, there, there were days where I loved AdWords, and there were days where I loved Facebook. Back in the early days for some of these industries, it was, it was really easy. Um, it's no longer like shooting fish in a barrel, though. It's gotten very expensive. It's gotten very competitive. Um, and uh, it's now gotten to the point where uh, you have tools like SEMrush and whatnot. So your competitors can almost in real time see what you are doing. Yeah. So when you update an ad, um, it's not uncommon for your competitor to a day or two later have an ad in response to your ad. Oh, I always yeah. chuckle if you look at, if you follow like the mattress company, it's, um, it's notoriously like the, the Caspers and whatnot of the world. It's notoriously competitive. And it's always really fun to plug in different uh, mattress companies' names into Google and just see all these different ads that are basically talking trash about the other ads. Um, yeah. I mean, it's hilarious, but it's also, it's great evidence to just like highly competitive markets are probably not markets where you're going to see great success with AdWords. Now, if you have a really nuanced uh, one-off product that no one else is competing on, great. You know, maybe AdWords will do it for you. But if you're trying to build a billion dollar company, which I imagine a lot of your listeners are, are trying to set out to do, um, at, at some point, you have to figure out how do we beat our competition? How do we yeah. uh, create a unique competitive advantage? And that competitive advantage has to be in the marketing sphere. It can't just be your product. Yeah. No, it's got to be. The, for any successful company, I believe it comes down to, one, your product, and two, your marketing. And they're almost 1A and 1B. Um, well, so you're right. So one more question before I let you go. Um, so as a marketer, where, where do I prioritize uh, my digital marketing among the other tools that I've got? You know, I, I think that limited resources are too often uh, written off as being a bad thing. Um, like, don't get me wrong, if you're, if you're not able to pay your workers, that's probably a pretty bad situation. Um, yeah. But trying to bootstrap your marketing strategy is never going to be a bad thing. Um, I, I, I hate to admit it, but I, I will even sometimes accidentally uh, launch an ad on AdWords or Facebook uh, and suddenly find, holy cow, I spent $2,000 on an ad that, you know, had a misconfigured UTM or someone else deleted the landing page or, you know, whatever. Um, and, you know, it's so very easy to just spend ridiculous amounts of money on those platforms and get horrible results. Like they're almost optimized to uh, allow for that. And so I would, I would very strongly recommend looking at your product, looking at where, you know, I, I hate to overuse the pool analogy, but looking at where your customers are congregating, like what pools are they swimming in and trying to find some unique ways that you can get your message out to them. And maybe you use AdWords to help to identify that. Maybe you use Facebook to help to identify that, but don't have your 
primary marketing strategy would be, we're just going to spend a lot of money on Facebook. Um, Any agency can do that. And you're not going to be happy with the results. Uh, Even if you're happy with them today, they're just not going to be defensible. Like over time, the results are going to get worse and worse as competition increases. And so I, I, I very much favor a blend of different, different strategies and you should always be trying new things. Um, I, the best marketers out there, honestly, they don't care how they get the results. They're A-B testing everything. And, you know, if someone says, hey, I'm getting good results out of Pinterest, try out Pinterest. And if someone's saying, hey, I, I found this email template that I think could actually work really well, give it a shot. Um, we, I am constantly amazed at the new things that there are out there to discover. And I think that's one of the things that makes marketing so, so much fun is that there, there are always new tools coming out. There are always new methodologies. And if, if you want to stay in the game, you almost have to constantly be experimenting and constantly going outside of your comfort zone to find what works. Awesome, man. Great insight. Um, I appreciate you taking some time. I think uh, we're all going to find this really useful. I'm, I'm going to come back and listen to it again. Um, so thanks again. And then if anyone wants to get a hold of you and, and carry on the conversation, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you, Sterling? Uh, I'm on Twitter, Sterling Beck. I'm uh, kind of a notoriously bad social media user. Uh, it's one of those things where if you're using it all day for work, you kind of don't do it all that much in your personal life, but yeah. feel free to tweet at me. Uh, you can also always email me, sterling at sterlingback.com. Awesome, man. Well, thank you again, and uh, until later, man, we'll chat again. Likewise, thanks, Billy. Okay, thanks, Sterling. Thanks, Sterling.